Greetings, heroes and Force users of all ages, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. As always, I'm Dino Nicandros, and I'm joined by Alyssa Simmons. Hello. And Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And today we are talking episode one of Moon Knight, The Goldfish Problem, directed by Mohamed Diab, written by Jeremy Slater, and by God... We're Marvel fans. I don't know who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. Uh, I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. It smells like a new corn here. Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Daniel Dino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. was different that, uh, indeed marvel fans that was the most different marvel thing i think we've ever seen potentially and we keep saying that but i know uh, isn't they... it fun in the mcu for sure i mean they're getting to do they're getting more freedom with the disney plus series mm-hmm. and yeah that's real fun already i think i mean i'd have to go back through my notes but i think that this is, is We've already seen, like, more blood in this show than we've seen in, like, all of the MCU, <laughs> which I... It's it's close. I mean, yeah. Ju- ju- just and the shot of him when he uh, has the, the scarab in his scarab. hand. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, like, did you, saying? Did you yeah. reach through somebody to get that? <laughs> like, ripped through their throat. Like, somebody, like, tried to swallow it or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Why is there so much blood? Also, when he, like, pops his jaw back into place after, oh. like... Oh my gosh! I was yeah. like, oh, oh, ow, Owie. ouch! Though <laughs> no, they they lean they've leaned into to horror, and in our lead up to to this yeah. discussion we're having today, we've talked about how Marvel is now setting the stage for the more supernatural stuff. Mm-hmm. They've no. definitely done a very good job of paving the way. It was it was a it was a a very like. It was a it was a good transition. It wasn't like super abrupt. It felt very like yeah. you could see the progression. <laughs> well, if you're looking for a blueprint for for Blade, and if they decide to redo Punisher, or mm-hmm. I mean, right. this is this is heading that direction, and um, and still done in a way too, like you know, and and we'll talk about this when he like blacks out and wakes up mm-hmm. with all of the <laughs> violence around him. Yes. it's still kind of it's still kind of done in a way that. Is not gonna be too much of a problem for, yeah. for Disney, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um. And uh. Yeah, I think that that is a really great way to do. Not that, a problem like to... Morbius. Oh. I can't geez. confirm. Haven't seen it. I haven't Let's seen it yet. I also so... haven't seen it, but it's hard we to deny really... the fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's not. It's not We're... great, but we haven't seen it, so we can't say our opinions but we probably will talk about it at some point but yet we have perhaps (laughs) (laughs) well if jared leto's performance was anything like one of the luigi brothers that he played in house of gucci oh my god i and my feelings like again haven't seen it my frustration comes from what i've read about the post-credit sequences and what they suggest 
Yeah, and and so, I yeah, anyway. we'll, we'll we'll definitely get into all. Anyway, that. Mor- I, Morbius should be in Moonlight. Well, no, I'm not. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. I'm gonna get off my soapbox. <laughs> um. Uh. Anyhow. Uh. So I guess let's just go and talk like fir- first impressions. Like, what do we think? I'll tell uh, you I think I, th- I think Oscar Isaac. I love him and, so much. He's my boyfriend. This, this is just a very tiny sample size, but I feel like the potential there for his character might vault him into the into the maybe the t- top tier of performances in the MCU. And he's not there yet. But just just the character dynamic, mm-hmm. the uh, disassociative disorder, oh. the and 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 all of that is brought beautifully to life because this is an actor specifically who this does his actor. homework. Um, yeah. yeah, he's very nuanced. I was literally nuanced. thinking that I was like, this guy like like learned all of these different um, dialects and and just mannerisms and. He's one of the more talented people the MCU, I think, has yeah. gotten their hands on, and, He's and got I'm excited chops. to. Um, That's what we say in the biz. He's got the chops. <laughs> he, so, some um, of us say that, yes. <laughs> I don't. Those I don't of us who that. were born after 1980 say that. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, do not say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I think he's great, and. Um, it, it, just right off the bat, it's a vi- it's just such a different like protagonist. I, I, even yeah. if you're gonna call him that, like sure. it's such a it's such a different character for us mm-hmm. to be following right yeah. off the bat. This like yep. base character of this very like kind of timid and just a you know run of the mill guy that who you know thinks he's got some sleeping problems and. It, but it's also just... interesting that they started with Stephen Grant. And him being like, like this guy as opposed to like the millionaire, like which I think, oh, having seen it, we knew that was going to be the case. But having yeah. now seen it, uh, and having read about Mark Spector mm-hmm. as being the the, the prime personality, mm-hmm. I, I think this is a wiser choice because yeah, you can relate to this guy. He yes. is automatically sympathetic just from circumstance. Yeah, right. you get like an origin story without having to do like a real origin story because like he's already you understand what's going on. Like it's, yeah, his he's life. He's gonna sucks. find out. Yeah, the origin kind of like all of us. He he is the audience. Right. Figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. I love the. I love that they put him as like a gift shop Ugh, person the, in a the British museum in a museum. And that's that great. Douchey, douchey boss. Donna. It is. Donna. <laughs> Fucking Donna, damn it. She's the, she's the MVP of the episode. She's so <laughs> rude. I was like, okay, Donna, jeez. Lay you, off him. Um, pop, popping him the gum so was a, a wise choice. Uh, was, a, was a wise acting choice because we all know that person who pops the gum and talks from like the front of their mouth. Mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. Go to hell, um, yeah. Donna. Yeah, oh. the, Honestly, the episode. I think my started... dog finally finished their chew because she oh. is not pleased. <laughs> Calm down, Maggie. Just, You're it's fine. Like, it's gonna be fine, You're Maggie. You're fine, gonna be fine. Maggie. It's just gonna be a little bit. Um, anyway, I the episode started, um, you know, with the the Bob Dylan song, the oh, every, yeah. every grain of sand, which yes. is you know kind of about spirituality and mm-hmm. the mystical realm mm-hmm. and i was like what is happening with the glass and now the glass is going in the shoes yeah. and oh my 
like it just the episode for me started out on this like what is actually going on yeah and it and just we- felt so weird yeah, and Ethan i felt yeah, in this part, yeah and he's obviously like having the time of his life <laughs> yeah, yeah we yeah. know everything we need to know about arthur harrow oh yeah immediately already which is like i mean well brilliant. potentially and, and we'll get into it later but like i am curious about a lot of things in this show um well yeah that would be weird if you weren't yeah, yeah, actually, nah, I, I didn't think about anything. I, it's, it's all, um, it all makes complete sense to me. Yeah, everything so. makes sense. I know exactly how it's going to end. Um, I, uh, oh, man, I just, like, I think my first impression um, was just, like, I guess it's just Oscar Isaac's performance because it, it, like, um, it, it, I got so sad for his character. I was like, first of all, it must be so exhausting to be Mark, um, well, Steven. I guess. Stephen Grant, because um, like first of all his like <laughs> his like work life is pretty poopy, and then like he has no idea what's happening. He keeps like waking up and like the things. I mean, he to sleep with the freaking buckle on his like, and then like his dating life. Oh my god, that scene like actually got me teary eyed. I was like his like you know knowing that he's a vegan and then he's gonna like order steak anyway. He has no idea how to order it, and it's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. He he! I think he played that so well because it just got me all all emotional. Yeah, he th- that was an, uh, a great scene, and mm-hmm. just the the monot you were talking about it, the monotony of putting the tape on the door, chaining himself to the put, putting the sand Pouring around the bed to, so, to, yeah. to soften the landing when he comes flying out of bed. I and mean, well, we all have a routine, of course. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, I I wash my face and brush my teeth, but he ties himself to his his sand, bed and tape tie. Uh, um, and talks to his imaginary mother. Can we talk about that? I don't well, think she's imaginary. Okay, I okay. Just that's curious. I, I was going to ask you if you guys thought like if she was like for reals or not. But that's that's a core. Speaking of questions, that's a core question of this entire episode, and what Thank the series you. is going to have to answer in general is what the hell is real and what yeah, is what's not. real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, as and, we've and, learned from like Wandavision and uh, Loki to an extent. Just Lord don't believe everything your eyes are telling you. Sure, sure. Right. On, on yeah. first go around, I think his mom is real, but there were other things that were uh, not as real, like talking to well, the yeah, talking to the statue guy yeah. or not statue. Don't know if that per- was a person. Oh, like a street it's, it's, it's a person that like it, is it, just not yeah, talking. Yeah, it's a street performer, I, like a robot situation. Yeah. That being um, said, though. But it makes um, you question, though, because it's like, is he telling these people to tip a statue right now? Like, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could, like, watch that scene from a different perspective, and it's, like, just an right. actual statue. Yeah. But I, he, I also, yeah. okay, so so going back to what I was saying about um, about Ethan Hawke's character, um, like, we, we, we kind of said that, like, oh, we knew, we kind of already need all we need to know about him. But, like, I think that there's still a lot to be learned and yes what, what like, i mean by that is what type of person this is yes like oh yeah have, at least at least what the the way that we are seeing him through that's the thing is that like this is a very like untrustworthy narrator <laughs> we have a we have a narrator that like like we are seeing the show through the eyes of this character that like is potentially not seeing reality the way that we see reality so um i'm curious whether or not like Ethan Hawke's character like evolves into something else as like 
the reality of like the actual reality becomes more real. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, what, like, what he it, became, like he's revealed to be like more than what we thought he was originally. Oh, yes. Yes. Do you know what I mean? No, sure. t- t- totally. Like, I have a thousand questions about like what he's capable of. Yeah. Or his but, like maybe even but, his real identity. But opening up with him, his daily routine, filling his shoes full of glass and mm-hmm. going for a walk. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a zealot. And yeah. you know that immediately and everything that comes with that. Now, well, the, the fact power... that he puts it in his shoes, too, is interesting because, like, he's not doing it, like, to, like, show off. And, it's like, ritualistic. It's no, for him. It's, 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 so you it's know that the... he believes it. Well, it's the whole process, which was also beautifully shot, where he puts the glass down on the napkin, yeah. smashes the nap. The way he unfolds it, it's very meticulous. And uh, th- this is a, a man of uh, discipline, mm-hmm. and just very spooky. Spooky, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very cult, cult, cult leaders that um, actually believe in what they're preaching are much scarier than those yeah. who are just like obviously wanting Thank to you. Those make are the money sc- and yeah. you know we say it almost every episode the scariest villains are the ones who really believe what they're saying put that in thanos in that category oh um, cause i've seen i've seen like already like um uh people that are comparing this character to thanos and not not in the sense like they're obviously very different but um because like Thanos was like the impartial way, weighing of destiny, mm-hmm. like a, it's 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 blind judgment. Yep, like right. Don't, this is Thanos does like oh yeah. I, I don't care who it is. We're just getting rid of fifty percent of everybody. But this guy is like no no no. We're gonna be like really specific about it, and we're getting rid of. And they're basically doing like uh, it's like Egyptian version of Minority Report. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Judging before. Well, and, and you know yeah. what? I, and it's not remote. I'm not making a connection here. It's just a fun parallel. I was thinking back to uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier when Steve, uh, when Nick Fury is taking Steve on the tour of the new uh, Shield facility in mm. Washington D.C. and they have all the helicarriers and yes, Samuel Jackson's explaining that we can identify. We have an algorithm, which turns out to be Zola's algorithm, that figures out. Uh, what people are capable of before they do it. And oh, Steve right. remarks, uh, I thought the punishment came after the crime. <laughs> and and Nick yeah. Fury says something to the effect of, we can't afford to wait that long. And mm-hmm. so I, that's kind of an, this is an interesting twisted mm-hmm. version of that. of that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Cause then it's, um, uh, I mean, it, it's so, I, just kind of made me think about it, but like, um, We've got, like, Kang, who is sort of, like, not placing judgment, but being, like, you know, but, yeah, sort of placing judgment, like, on all the different um, uh, variants of, like, the timeline, you know, and being, like, nope, that's not the right one. Nope, you're not the right one, and taking people away. Yeah, it's not It's not personal. It's, like, this. Is, this is, all of this is far bigger than you. Yeah. Like, right. You know, and, and it feels like uh, we do. We have like um, a few people that are in power that are like uh, that. Maybe that's sort of like the face for like thing is that we have these like judgers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Judges, judgers, judges, judges. Um, yeah, we get um, we get an interesting scene 
which is some helpful exposition mm-hmm. with Arthur, uh, Harrow, and Stephen in the museum, mm-hmm. where he is sort of explaining why he needs that. Is it an amulet? What is uh, it? It's a, scarab. It's, a, it's a scarab beetle. Scarab. But yeah, I, yes. I could. I, it looks like something is inside of it. Yeah, like it, no doubt. Yeah, so could be an amulet. We've all know, seen the mummy. We know what happens. Yeah, so he <laughs> essentially is explain. He explains to him that um, the the goddess Amit that that mm-hmm. it belongs to her, and uh, she, yes, strong she woman. Is, yes. she is sick of <laughs> she's sick of waiting for some event to happen to awaken her. Essentially, yeah. like she doesn't want to wait for another Hitler. She's gonna take the baby Hitler out. Right, so she's working through um, Harrow and these cult leaders. So he, belie- he believes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm curious too. That's the he, thing. He talk- he b- well, yeah, he talked. No, it's okay. He he talked about uh, he talked about how she had an avatar, and that avatar, uh, what do you call it? Um, basically, did something that she didn't want. Um, and um. Do we think that he's the new avatar or he's just like, you know, working for her? I don't think that he's the new avatar. Okay. I mean, um, I don't, I, I'm not sure, honestly. I really don't know. I, I'm, I, yeah, I'm just curious what you guys thought. Yeah, because he, the way that he explained the like judgment process with the mm-hmm. cane and the scales yeah. is that he, that, like he was working she she was working through him but like only at a portion of her power. Yeah. Right. So uh yeah, I mean I guess they could go the direction and have him be her but like the new avatar. Yeah. Um Well, it's curious is like it's like how did he get the tattoo? How did he get that power in the first place, you know? Like um Yeah. Well, and all of them, all of those cult people had the tattoo. Right. I don't know if right. you noticed that. No, like totally. I mean, when he was, it's yeah, more the just scene, like a, the scene in the Alps, like all of those cult le- people had, which was like such a random. I did we do we even see the? I don't remember. Like, did we see that in the in the trailers? That like oh, that uh, sort of setting because that was such a like a whoa. Where we, are we? This well, is we such need a random. To, we'll go back to that in a moment. Yeah, I was initially questioning: Are Khonshu and Amit, you know, actually? at work here Mm -hmm. and or is this just kind of a facade for something else and and i've i've Mm. settled on interesting that they do in fact exist and my rationale is is simply because the gods exist in thor and sure like yeah like like amit and khonshu are part of uh the egyptian yes uh, canon of gods so Mm -hmm. so like the norse gods thor Odin, mm-hmm. like these, these were all based on, yeah, you know, real myth, and so I, I, I do think Kanchu and Emmett are are real. How they are working through these people is is unclear. Yeah, I think that where, that is where a, do they exist? You know, like what? Yeah, plane? I think that that's a great way of sort of paralleling it within the MCU. Do you know mm-hmm. because, um, yeah, there's a. There's a there's a moment in this episode where um, Stephen is upset about the posters on the outside of the museum because oh, right. they're uh-huh. they're not um, 
showing all, mm-hmm. all of the like super group of Egyptian gods, the uh, the Ennead is what it's they're called. Right. Yep. Yep. And um, yeah, it's generally a group of nine. Horus isn't always included, and in in the comics, these these Egyptian beings come from a pocket dimension, which we chatted about briefly oh, in the last okay. episode. And th- that those po- that those pocket dimensions are essentially like um, as guardians or eternals. Sure. So they're well, and also um, in uh, um, the rings um, in Shang Chi. Shang-Chi, yeah. They're the place that, that was like a pocket dimension that they were in. Yeah. So I think that that's a a helpful way of thinking about that. With That makes the, That does help. Yeah. The, the Egyptian mythology in Marvel. Exists in like another dimension. Yeah. Like Dormammu. Well, and another another big question kind of going off of that. Is, is Dormammu a god? He probably uh, he's, a, he's a He's a demon. He's a demon, right? Demon. That's what yeah. they call him? Yeah, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a demon. Great. Maybe maybe we need to do an episode just on yeah. Honestly, I mean, because we're we're Mephisto's on his way, you know. But we're but actually, for, yes. Yeah, we're he, but actually, we're gonna, it's yeah. it's coming. But for reals this time. Uh, yeah, but for reals. <laughs> but but Damn. actually, I mean, since Mephisto is kind of based on our perception of the devil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we've seen the Norse. We've seen the. We're going to see the ancient Egyptian right. gods. Do they go into the you know, the three big ones? You know, mm-hmm. do they mine characters for the the, the three big religions? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but a big question I have too is the nature of what is going on with Stephen and Mark, and is Stephen's uh, disassociative disorder. Is that real, or is it simply a byproduct of Conchu mm. having oh, gotten inside his body, and yeah. and it's it's caused him to split, sort of. And I, I'm not even sure that question makes sense right now, but that's just what's yeah, that's bouncing good, around in my head. Is that's interesting. What came first, and mm-hmm. and uh-huh. if if it is the latter that I mean, we know Conchu how... did this, like how and. It and, sounds like uh, he. It, it sounds like if he did it, it was like un, he he didn't mean it to happen like that because he's like, oh yeah. no, the idiot is. is well, in that's charge the, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what's kind of puzzling is, Kanchu is this uh, god of immense power, and yet he yeah. doesn't have or Ultimate hasn't control yet over. demonstrated the power to flip between the two of them, and that yeah. ultimately Stephen has to surrender to Mark, which is an interesting sure. Dynamic. I'm giving you control of the. You know the what brain. though? You you. I didn't really even think about this until now. But like, yeah, because he does seem to have some control over his body. Because like when he was Stephen Grant, and he's like in the the Alps, and like he's like giving the scare, but he's like, okay, you take it, and then it, like he couldn't open his hand, mm-hmm. and like which That's also like gr- really so good, cool. like yeah. such such great physical <laughs> acting because um, yes. it, it was so legit. Um, that's like great mime work. Um, yes, he, uh, uh, assumedly like, uh, Conchu was doing that, making or, his body move, or Mark, the or Mark. I guess yeah, that's possible too. I think I think I I'm leaning Conchu because 
the scarab belongs to Kanchu, and he's like, do not hand that. Right, and he was very much man. like you know, narr- not not narrating. He was like speaking to him that entire time. And like, Stephen was you- trying to give it. Yeah, and he's like, no, 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 don't you do that. And then, um, uh, so, so the fact that he does have some control over his body, but like not completely. Uh, I'm wondering if maybe like he doesn't have like, uh, well, I I know that you talked, um, Alyssa, you talked about the phases of the moon too. So I think maybe Mm -hmm. it's if it's like, and it was like the daytime, so maybe he doesn't have, (laughs) you know, his full powers. Uh, Yeah, if they're going that route, I don't know if they're gonna do do that from the yeah, comics. Yeah, me neither. But, but it's, I mean, the, it's the certainly night, possible. I do mm-hmm. remember the night where we do finally get to see Moon Knight in all his glory at the end of the episode. It was like a, a crescent moon. It was like, Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't even like half it, full. Yeah, it was, a, it was like a DreamWorks moon. <laughs> little fingernail clipping. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that, Dino, because like, I guess for me, you know, I, I, I just keep going back to the backstory that we know of him from the comics. Right. Which is in a different time period and everything, but like his his DID is there prior to Khonshu resurrecting him. Yeah, it was from so, a... Yeah, totally. Yeah. But the idea of that this kind of might have developed post-resurrection is mm-hmm. really interesting. Like... Like it's like... um Like Khonshu didn't expect this to happen, but he, like... Oh no, what have I done? <laughs> But Stephen Grant's, like, as a body was like, okay, I'm able to still work for this, like, God, but, like, mm-hmm. I have to, I have to become an altar, essentially. Because, right. like, in, yeah. and, and granted, like, you know, my, my main understanding of DID is from United States of Terror. So it's from a television <laughs> show, but, yeah. um, you know, they essentially, when, yeah, when, when certain things, yeah, the, the different altars develop. As a as a mode of protection, right to to the main personality. So so I yeah that honestly that would be a very believable trauma, you know, mm-hmm. to start something like that. Like if 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 I were to you know be contacted by an Egyptian god that basically was like you're gonna now like kill for me. Like I that I think I would probably you know maybe unknowingly potentially like create like some kind of mechanism to protect my heart from feeling those intense you know killy vibes yeah Yeah. that 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 totally is believable but it was interesting to me the the when finally steven does you know completely surrender to giving Mark the body yeah. at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. That Which is... was a really neat, like, that cinematography was dope. Uh. Yeah, and from what I've, like, read about people who have DID, like, that is that is a thing. Like, oftentimes... Where they talk to each other, basically. Oftentimes they can feel inside a specific altar being like, I need the body right now. Man. Mm. What, and, and it's based on, you know... Any plethora of things, but it's that would usually be so some exhausting man. Yeah, so it's like, so you know, when he does ultimately surrender to him in that moment, like that is a as as he starts to become more cognitive, uh, if he does even of you know Cognizant. these diff these different personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, yeah, is, it is he like gonna he's... is he gonna fight them harder? Like, is mm-hmm. he going to say like, no, you're not allowed to come out? Like, 
And then will Conchu come in? And like, that's just a whole added layer to a very, very challenging situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, oh, that's so fun. I, I, um, this, this show is going to be very confusing and I love that very much. Another passing thought I had on that, and I think this is the least likely scenario because it it is important that this show is tackling disassociative identity disorder. Yeah, I, I think that 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 is one of the main reasons of it, its existence is because mm-hmm. it's t- tackling so, a very interesting and a really interesting topic. But I wondered for a moment, just because we're in multiversal footing now and going forward what if these were two different Mm. variants of the same person that somehow collided that's interesting because because of any one of the Mm. calamities that's that's super interesting i mean listen now we're in the fucking multiverse of madness and anything is possible so it's it's possible but again that was kind of a passing huh that would be hmm Super Definitely interesting. a topic for a comic book at the very least. But also the- that, 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 that is an explanation for his condition, which I'm not, I'm not uh, sure could, that's what you they're... You characterize it as I'm not sure variant. that's what they're going for, though. So I sure. Don't... Right. Because like an altar, you know, is more or less like a variant of yourself. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is very, very interesting. Um, yeah. I but like a variant that, um... existing in the same... In the same universe and the same timeline. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I I read an article that um I feel like sort of perfectly wrapped up what it exactly is that this show is trying to wrapped up like a mummy. <laughs> I'm just gonna go away now. Sorry. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> um. They're sort of trying to accomplish three things with this series. Um, number one is, you know, we're getting a street level hero yep. here, which yep. we have not had in a while. Right. Uh, uh, two, we're delving into the uh, Egyptian mythology mm-hmm. with the character story. And three, like like we said, attempting to sort of study this mental health journey that yeah. this character is going on. So that's a that that's a, a that's a heavy order. load. Yeah, it's a tall order. Yeah. It's a heavy load. Like that is those are three very for six episodes. For six episodes. Yeah. That's a yeah. heavy well, load. Yeah, we only have five episodes left. <laughs> yeah. It's um yeah, it just has me really I'm really hooked. Like I'm this curious, first episode that, has me really hooked. So do you, far. what do you think the structure is gonna be like? Do you feel like we're it's gonna kinda continue with Stephen Grant being sort of the protagonist of the story and we're going to kind of just see him like figure things out and then we'll get like Mark um you know like you know by the end it's like mostly Mark or something or um I I, I think or do you think we're going to like in the next episode we're going to see we're going to see Mark's point of view now and then it's going to be that's quite possible I do think it is helpful to have Stephen as an anchor yeah so so audiences can latch on to something which then which then allows you to bounce all over and see the different iterations of moon knight right cuz you do i mean the this is the same person but these are like different characters you know right. like with right. different it, uh you have like to view them differently yeah yeah different motivations different emotions like yeah well like and we, i think we're at least going to 
my prediction is that we're at least going to get one more altar. Yeah, oh, because, yeah. Because. Um, For sure. You know, in the comics, there are four, but the the security guard who worked at the museum kept calling him Scott. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, um, it's Steven. I don't know if that was just sort of like a misdirect or if that, mm. in fact, is a completely other. Yeah. Another altar that we haven't yeah. met yet. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, also- I don't know. I think that the the idea of like keeping still still keeping Steven as as the base who to our knowledge, he he is the base. Yeah, that kind of does feel um, like what is going to happen. I also probably. think episode two, specifically this next episode, will fill in the gaps, the giant gaps. <laughs> the three-day uh, gaps. <laughs> of, 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 of this episode where yeah. even in the midst of the, the, the action sequences on the highway, how he even ended up in this nondescript European country, which is actually a European <laughs> country. But Yeah, like, yeah. Right. But but just the... the, the Blanks in his con- the blind spots in his consciousness. I I, I think we're going to get to see all of that from a different perspective, which will be really cool. Seeing Mark trying to wrestle control away from Stephen uh-huh. while oh, God, their no, life is again. threatened. It's like just give me the wheel, give me the fucking wheel. Yeah, because he seems to be super aware. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's you. You might even consider. Well, let's think. So, um, Stephen wakes up. After that whole event, the three-day journey, thinking that, oh, it was just a dream. Nothing mm-hmm. has changed. There's no sand. This, the tape is in the same place. So Mark is obviously very aware um, of what uh, Stephen thinks. And I- assumedly, Mark, like, after that was all done, was like, oh, I got to make sure that Stephen, you know, is taken care of. So I'm going to get him a new fish, A, because apparently the fish died because they didn't feed it for three days, I'm assuming. Um, and then he, like, put more sand out, put the tape on the door, locked his foot on the thing, and then put himself – or put Steven to bed. <laughs> um, and, and you wonder why he he thinks he needs to keep it secret from him. Like, is he trying to protect – Well, he's the he's the body. Yeah, right, right. I know he's that. the body. Mark is not the body. So yes. Mark, you have to think of it that way. Like the reason that he's going to all that trouble is because, it, you know, whether it's from Conchu or just from the trauma of needing to be existing. Yeah. Like he has to set it back out like that, or he. I mean, he knows that. Like, if Stephen, Stephen wakes up in Stephen that random place, is going to freak out start to figure things out and that was a big thing from this episode is like whether that was Conchu or mark saying like stop stop trying to figure this out stop right right yeah he's like this is gonna make you and and who knows like steven is now experiencing all of this trauma and from this trauma could produce another altar yeah i think they want Conchu and mark and potentially other altars want to keep Steven in the dark because mm-hmm. the more that he figures out about this, the more that he's trying going to try to get rid of them. So are you mm-hmm. you're, you're 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 um alluding to that um that Steven is the body or Mark is the body? Steven is Steven. the body. Steven is the body. Okay that's Steven is the body, Mark is an altar. So just in, if anybody missed our our um Moon Knight for Dummies 
episode, uh, in the original, Mark was the body. Yes. In the original, yes. Mark is the base person. Right. Um, but so, this, yeah, it'll be very interesting I, to find I, out. I suppose, but I suppose, even though they've led with Stephen, that Mark could indeed be the body. But I think, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. Opinion, I'm think, not sure they would have. It would be very cool because in so it's the it's a very clever way of doing a origin story because like it's as if his origin story has already happened and now this new alter Stephen is finding out what his origin was basically is because because like. Mark is in the know with Kanshu at least to mm-hmm. some degree so mm-hmm. like not, right. he's not phased by any of this so when yeah. he's when he tells Stephen give me control it's like he's done this a thousand times mm-hmm. and and the joke about um good old uh that little child who is just like <laughs> asked that really spooky question about like yeah like were you bummed when like your heart was judged and you didn't get to go through the the reads or whatever <laughs> she asks if if he if it sucked for steven not being able to make it through the field of reads yeah right and it was just like what a weird question to ask she's not um, who, she's not who she is that yeah fun. that feels like it was not what no. what was actually happening but so um but he said well he's like i'm not dead and then like before he got gets cut off he's like am i <laughs> so i i i believe that you know he he did he did die like mm-hmm. mark mark died um and then or steven died or steven died potentially um and um yeah, and was brought back by Kanchu. Um So but, I, 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 I think I'm more on the boat that it's, it's, it's like it was Mark's story, and then it's, it became Stephen's story because of, again, like in United States Terror, like them trying to. Pre- yeah, I, I like that idea. Well, and Mark is the one who experiences the trauma. If you want to even right. go the, down the route of PTSD, yes. A- assuming, assuming, and we have no idea yet that Mark's. Right mercenary or origin story is the same, which we right. don't, if we don't know well, what Mark. I love that we did our research research. Um, but like when I saw, when he was scrolling through the fucking flip phone and then, um, uh, we saw, Friendship. uh, Duchamp's name. I was like, Oh my God, the Frenchman. Oh, wee, wee, wee. I know what that is. Was, that was again, we'll much... remind you was was Mark's partner. Right. Yes. In the comics, was Mark's, one of his partner. mercenary partners. Yeah. And that was pretty much the only Easter egg in this episode. Yeah. Which so I, that, that was cool. Is it like there wasn't a whole lot of like Marvel Easter eggs as we usually get in well, other shows? There was just like more like, uh, it was more like like uh, Egypt Easter eggs. That's true. There is, however, a very giant one that I think, well, I'll just say I was super giddy. It's all I've thought about since the episode ended. <laughs> what was it? I think I mean. So this European country, he lands face down in. Oh. And you see the pan up. Mm-hmm. Well, first you see this cute little Bavarian village. And then you remember seeing in this Bavaria. castle. You see this big old castle. I oh. am putting my money on the table that oh. this is Latveria. Okay. And that is the Doomstadt. Uh-huh. That's interesting. Castle von Doom. And there are several other little things that make me think that. One being, so when he's driving the, I had to look this up. When I, mm-hmm. he's driving the cupcake truck, he steals <laughs> the cupcake truck. In the back, there is a, there is a box with uh, the initials. Like it's, it's. I don't remember if it was 
uh, Von, I think it was Von D. Okay. I think it said Von D on the box, Victor Von Doom. Mm. And it, it, it stood for something else, but I think, I, it, look, there is no coincidences really in, no. in Marvel. There's Mr. X, yes, but yeah. that castle. <laughs> there are definitely Mr. X. I mean, I, I just, again, I got done reading Secret Wars and all of that, who sure, Doom sure. is at the center of it. This looks exactly like it. Well, and and they, they have run-ins. like be interesting? I, I'm not saying Doom is going to show up in this series. I don't mm-hmm. think he is because that's yeah, just but a they lot just, of... But they've just laid the groundwork there. And that and that's enough of it. Yeah, I think th- that kind of stuff is, fi- is fine for me, especially like laying the groundwork like that. I do have to say, even though I love Easter eggs and I love how brilliant Marvel is at, you know, tying everything all up in this little beautiful bows. little package, it's really fun to just like meet someone completely new yes. and not and have to and not have to worry about it, you know, connecting to everything else. It feels like really, Morbius, it, for instance. No. <laughs> Um, yeah. No, you're so right. You're so right. That that feels really nice to just be like, we can just focus on this and like, you know, dissect this because this is, you know, mysterious and complex. And it doesn't really need all the other stuff to be interesting because I'm already. Oh, totally. Oh, totally. This, this, this emotionally and mentally complicated person going through this, like, um, you know, this <laughs> insane experience. I, I, I'm I'm very excited to see where it goes. Well, and again, um, Oscar Isaac cited wanting to take this part because it reminded him of Iron Man and all the the new possibilities, free oh, of sure. anything that came before it. Now, oh, also, I didn't realize that he was an executive producer. So cool. Yeah, yeah. Very uh, cool. But uh, we 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 do know eventually he will have to step into the wider. Mm-hmm. Marvel canon, yeah. and I think an Easter egg like this, where nothing is said about it, mm-hmm. uh, and unless you're really looking for it, you don't know. But this is absolutely Latveria, and <laughs> that is absolutely Victor Von Doom's castle. I mean, you, you, this wasn't really an Easter egg, um, in but you could you could also say, uh, you know, they could easily tie up in a little bow, um, Kang's involvement. Um, uh, just because, like in the, oh god, what do they call that in Loki? The place where they go to, where the like all of the random things are there, like including the the pyramids and the freaking Sphinx. Oh, um. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember what they call. Do they even name it? I don't yeah. know. It's like it's it. like the purgatory. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Where they oh, send all I'm Loki's. Forgetting. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. Um. Just like Kang's involvement in uh, allegedly in, in in Egypt, not saying that he is in this particular universe, Egypt, but at least one of the Egypts in one of the universes. <laughs> well, Ramatut, Ramatut, yeah. right? K- K- yes. K- there's a Kang variant, Ramatut, and you you could absolutely, if you're trying to establish Kang as kind of mm-hmm. the Thanos level presence, who's just kind of in the background the, with this little fight between Khonshu oh. and. Bitch. Amit. I mean, why couldn't Ramatut be what hanging if? out? What if, what if, what if? Oh my god, what if freaking um Ramatut was the Amet's avatar? 
The the god? Yeah. Because remember they were talking about like he like she had an avatar that like and it was Kang. Yeah. What if it was Kang? Ooh. Or or the Ra- the Rama Tut variant of Kang. Uh huh. That's interesting. That's fascinating. Huh. huh. Sure. Would be, well, I mean, it, it, even if that wasn't the case, it's e- like you said. It's I think it's easy to tie the bow that like Ramatut was involved with the That's Egyptian not gods to way me. back that in the makes, day. That makes that would be inter- That would be an interesting little nugget yeah. to place yeah. there and never talk about it again. Yeah. Like, right. Huh. Sure, right. Right. Like, oh. Okay. Huh. huh. But uh, so that that actually to kind of wrap this all up in a bow it's the scene when we talked about it very briefly with with harrow and steven in the museum and mm-hmm. when he tries to judge him and the scales oh, are like it doesn't work cray. yeah yeah mm-hmm. the scales are going cray cray what and he says there's chaos in there's you, which, chaos in you which in and of itself keywords keywords yeah right and if you don't know where we're going with this chaos uh is the is the vernacular used to describe the magic within Wanda. It's chaos. She's a master of chaos magic. There's chaos magic in you. I don't think, I don't think that's coincidental necessarily. Yeah. You can't, Um, you don't use a word like that. Well, I guess you do. You can, because they don't, they don't, you know, but this goes back to, this goes also a regular word too, but sure. And, and I think there's a double meaning there. I do think he means chaos in that there's there's a complexity in you that, because that did is not also legit. For C. Yeah, the scales the scales don't know how to read you. How do I judge so. this person that's but, different people? <laughs> and the obvious answer is there there is a god that has imbued you with with power and Me. there's there's other people living within you. But that that does go back to the question I asked at the beginning is like what what is going on within Stephen and why is it so perplexing? Because going- because <laughs> Arthur Harrow is stunned that yeah, this is the case, and it could simply be that. Well, and he's, he's not he's yet very, aware. Yeah, he's definitely not aware because when he shows up at the museum, he's like, "Oh, oh, oh you're, you actually, you work, actually here. work here." Like <laughs> he's there's like, like how, this moment where he's like, "How sad? What, what is going on?" Like, yeah, and then and, he lets him go too, which I think is also interesting. He's just like, "No, no, no, let him go." Um, after he judges him, like I think he's, it's so yeah. What do you what do you think what do you think his um. Like, he's like, I have a better use for you, potentially. Is it like he's, like, his wheels are turning now because he can see that there's there's something that's very special about this mark? Like, he maybe wants to, like, maybe, I, I assume maybe he's not fully aware of the fact that he's um, the avatar of the of uh, Kanchu. Maybe he's like, ooh, with the power of Kanchu and Ahmet, I would be unstoppable. Ooh, I don't know. Do you, do you think that he has... Uh, any other motivations for for letting him go so early on like instead of just like let's keep him under lock and key and then we'll figure things out um, I, I, I think it's a, a, a kind of let matters unfold he's like I, I don't un- quite understand what's going on here and so let's just see where the pieces may let's fall. let him kill more well, of my and men he knows, <laughs> well he, he knows that he can find him so yeah, it's sure. not so it's Very not like easily. a if I let him go I'm never going to be able to find him again. He's like, right. yeah, there's some there's something else going on here, but I'll be able to find him again. And also, I think even I think maybe the scales thing, and maybe it's just the way that Ethan Hawke, you know, responded to this. But I think mm-hmm. it scared him. So yeah. I think, think it that scared maybe him. He's like he's like a um, in the terms of D and D, he's like lawful evil. 
Mm. He's like, he's I like, don't well, know he's like, the rules, go... the rules say if the scales don't go red, I'm not supposed to kill this person. So I, I gotta let, let him go. Well, I don't, I don't Those know. I don't know if I can speak on that yet. And also, yeah. like, he's not the one that's doing the killing after the right. Well, I'm allegedly. So we, yeah. so we, so we think so far are led to believe. Yeah. So I don't know if I, I don't know that I would be able to put him in a, in a category, in a yet. category yet. Yeah. He's there are too many unknowns there. Too many unknowns. Um, um, but yeah, I think that there's a series of things. One, he knows. And he's that he also can like, wow, we've him. got five more episodes to fill, so we gotta let him go now. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he was spooked by the the scales, and then he yeah. was like, uh. well, all right, I need to do some. I more. need to regroup. I need to figure some things out, and I know that I'll be able to find him again. Yeah, that's legit. I mean, it could very well just be as simple as like, the, oh, what the hell? I need to go back and do some research. I wonder if we're going to see larger chunks of of scene work with uh, Khonshu in his I physical so. form, which was super. It was so cool. Creep, so terrifying. Creepy. That hallway scene, which was in the trailer Yikes. where he's in the elevator with all the lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a nightmare. Blinking on and off. I mean, it was a nightmare. And that then he sees him on the bus. And, and, the, um, and, and the, the, killer dog, the killer dog thing was scary. Too. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very mummy. Very mummy. It reminded me of the mummy. Mm-hmm. And- oh, I oh god, I saw this online and I can't remember. Again, I can't remember. But somebody pointed out that uh, in the gift shop, the um, when he's doing inventory um, mm-hmm. with douche cakes McGee, um, there there's a bunch of stuffed animals, and she's like, oh, this is the um, get the hippopotamus or whatever. Like, there there the, there's like basically three different animals a hippopotamus like an alligator and which is Ahmed I mean, Ahmed is yeah. comprised of those three animals yes nice. and so it's a that that's a cute little easter uh, so, so yeah so uh, Ahmed Egypt has egg. the uh, four Egypt quarters egg. has the four quarters of a lion the hind quarters of a hippopotamus and the head of a crocodile oh and you and if, if you ever studied oh, sorry, an alligator a crocodile a crocodile if you ever studied uh the Egyptian pantheon in elementary school or high school or whenever you you have seen pictures of Amit before if uh, Amit excuse me if you've never uh, if you think you've never seen it you probably you probably yeah. have seen her before he has interesting um, yeah the I... of a crocodile <laughs> <laughs> oh no um yeah I want to see more of Conchu because yeah I, we, I, I'm with an actor like that like F Murray Abraham we are 100% going to get a lot more of that. Um, when he finds the uh, Razor phone mm-hmm. hidden up in his apartment. Who had? Did you have a Razor? I had a Razor. I did. Yes. Yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's like a million missed calls from Layla and then the one from Duchamp, Layla. which we mentioned. But Now, do um, we remember Layla? I think that Layla is possibly uh, the Marlene. Okay, like just they changed the, the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of what I was thinking too. But because we, we did, yeah, I don't remember in our research. No, a Layla no, uh, no, Layla's. So. Layla's. Mm-hmm. It's a new character, or well, just a re-envisioned. renamed, renamed, Because yeah. yeah, who knows? They're like Marlene. Who's named Marlene these days? There's Layla is way more way mainstream. more common way more common. 
Oh, um. <laughs> uh, gosh. I'm sure there's a reason for it. We'll see. Yeah, you never know. They never ch- know. they changed they changed lots of character names in Falcon Winter Soldier and Oh, sure, yeah. You know, just kind of kind of the way. Yep. Yep. This is the way. Um yeah, so lots of lots of mystery, lots of so lots mystery. of questions uh going forward, but oh, I was going to say that um uh yeah, just go back I need to go back and watch it again because, like, um, there's a ton of, like, you know, again, not, like, like super Easter eggy, but, like, super subtle um, cinematography work going on. Like, I know that we, 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 like, a lot of people already pointed out, like, you know, reflections in the mirrors, um, mm-hmm. uh, like, not moving the same as, you know, Steven. Um but like just in that last scene alone um, with him talking to himself, like um, seeing his reflection a bunch of different times, but in one of the reflections, it was different. Um, and then like all of a sudden there not, not being any reflection at all. Um, there's just like lots of really cool. And that, that entire scene was like, well, at least we were made, it was made to look like it was one continuous shot, which I thought was really, really like clever. And I was like, I don't know how they're doing this. This was some, cinematography magic um but oh yeah there, there was a lot of um there was just a lot of there were a lot of mirror work going on that one scene where he's talking to the uh the 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 golden statue guy mm-hmm. um like you know the i mean of course i'm sure it wasn't really shot like that the at least the whole scene but like as they're panning away you're like we're realizing that we're actually looking in the reflection as opposed to the real thing yeah. which i think is potentially a um, like a, a wink and a nod, being like, mm, "This might not a parallel be parallel to the yeah." We're not situation. looking at what's really real. Mm-hmm. This is a reflection of what's real. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Indeed. Well, that was episode one. That was it. That was, uh, <laughs> this is I mean, episode one. So that wow, was kind of wow. scattered and all over the place. So sorry if you had trouble. Uh, following, but that's the way the show was going to be. So. Yeah. so I mean. <laughs> It's literally the we're show. Ex- we're experiencing it together. Uh, uh-huh. but, but I'm in. I'm in. Like, Very is... in. Yeah. yeah it, it's it's fun. This feels... We gotta wait until Wednesday. This feels really like, you know, the mystery horror element of, of the comics, which we have not gotten to really see in and I, MCU, I don't think so. I, I... I don't... I got zero Batman vibes. No, the only vibes I get are, are his... His brutality with his fists. Like, yeah, but yeah, sure. probably right. I mean, you could see parallels probably in how he fights, maybe. But you know, but even he's a killer, it. so it's just. I mean, it's. I, I honestly didn't way. even think about it until now, but I mean, that's that may be why they changed Stephen Grant's character too, because that might be the biggest Batman vibe of all. The, the fact like, that he's just like this millionaire, mm. you know. Yeah, um, I just don't. As we talked about last week, I just don't. I, I, whoever made that parallel is wrong. You're so. an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not there. So uh, uh, other we'll than that, I don't know. Um, yeah. So we hope yeah. that hope that you all enjoyed Moon Knight episode one. We I hope that you enjoyed it too. We certainly did. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week for episode two. Oh baby. So. Come along on this Won't very you? interesting journey with us. Yes, interesting. Yes, interesting. 
Uh, <laughs> this is Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. I'm Dino Nicandros. May the force be with you. Always. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe.